Uh, We continue this Thursday with another corporate update. This one has been long overdue. We tried to make it happen during PDAC, but uh, uh, Kit Mars of Western Alaska Minerals and myself, we were just running around at PDAC. Can you imagine that, running around, not being able to connect at PDAC? Uh, And so we're going to finally get this done. Kit, welcome back to uh, the Mining Stock Daily Podcast. Hey, uh, Trevor. Thanks to have me back on your show. And uh, yeah, you must have been on floor eight and we were on floor <laughs> six or seven or something like that. Same, or same, same floors, year. different buildings or something like that. <laughs> same floor, different escalator. But that was quite a quite an event. It was a lot of fun. We had both a uh, core shack and then a booth at the same time for several days and had a lot of people coming by to look at the uh, the polished core samples from water pump creek so very successful. well we're gonna jump in and this is going to be somewhat of a, a little bit of high level conversation regarding your 2023 exploration strategies there at the illinois creek property in alaska obviously uh water pump has been incredibly successful for you but 2023 really kind of seems in the broad scheme of things looks like you're looking to expand here from your earlier success. Uh, and you're actually been able to go out and you announce a financing of, I think, $8 million is what I saw, uh, and a brokered offering to help get that work accomplished this year. But before we kind of get into the financing, just general comments about that later in the conversation, let's get a sense of, you know, if we can paint a picture of the success you had in 2022 and the lay of the land of 2023. Sure. Well, the best thing to have readers look at is in uh, January, we put out a little different style of press release. And that was really an exploration update as opposed to announcing assays and things. So it went through new geologic map. That was a product of of both geology and also using our CSAMT geophysical resistivity survey we did in 2022. And that gave us the insight into some of the major structures that we now think are ore controls for the mineralization. And since uh, the area is about 98% covered with green tundra, the geophysics and the drilling are integral to uh, learning the structure. So in uh, last year, we we spent most of the, uh, the majority of the time drilling at extending the known water pump creek discovery, moved uh, basically to the south, it's uh, dipping very gently to the south, 10, 15 degrees, and uh, finished the season with four really good holes that were uh, announced in our drill highlights. But uh, the southernmost two hits now are holes 20 and 22. Uh, 22 had uh, about 27 meters in one intercept, and then two other intercepts of nine and a half and, and uh, 50 meters plus. So we're very very glad to see as we move south from that big major hit at hole 18, which we interpret as a as a chimney structure, we're still in very good mineralization. So one of the key takeaways uh, in January, we put together a three-dimensional leapfrog model. Mm-hmm. First time we've had that, we fondly refer to this as our yellow chili pepper shape. And a uh, key takeaway there, and I wanna say several times, we do not yet have a resource at Water Pump Creek. So when I'm talking about this, we'll be referring to mineralized material. 
So that's that's uh, legally proper. Basically, the the three dimensional model gave us a um, estimated one million cubic meters of uh, volume, and so it's fairly simple to apply a specific gravity of three and a half to four to that, and uh, that really tells us we have somewhere in the neighborhood of three million tons plus or minus. So again, that's not a resource, that's a geologist's estimate of mineralized material. But uh, when you apply that to the, the overall grades, um, shows we were very successful in 2022, adding a, a lot of contained silver. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll have some metallurgy out and we're now into April, so it's probably pushed back to May. And once we get those results, we can finally talk about uh, silver equivalents and a, and a little more scientific matter. So that, that's where we, uh, what we accomplished at Water Pump Creek. And then also uh, right at the end of the season, we drilled uh, three drill holes sort of halfway between Water Pump Creek and the uh, past producing Illinois Creek mine. And those were testing an area that was defined in the CSAMT survey. And the goal there was to drill through a greenstone sill uh, interpreted to be a capping structure on top of the uh, holding down the mineralized fluids. And uh, that was uh, something Peter McGaw recommended. And we drilled those three drill holes. Two of them went through the sill and went into about 50 meters of highly silicified and brecciated uh, silica pyrite body. Uh, very strongly anomalous in lead, zinc, and silver. Um, so we know that it's part of another um, carbonate replacement bit of mineralization, whether it's directly connected to Water Pump Creek, we don't know. Most likely it's connected to the big, uh, the big ore deposit that was the past producing mine. So we need to, uh, we know that we have another system there. We still have to uh, figure out which way to go with the drilling. And to help with that, we have planned starting in June, early June, a, a really state-of-the-art uh, 3D induced polarization uh, geophysical survey. That'll take about six weeks. Okay. Uh, we've hired uh, really one of the foremost companies in the world, Dios Geophysical out of Saskatoon. And they are the actual manufacturer of the 3D uh, gear that we'll be using. And some people that follow geophysics, not everybody does, but uh, the uh, Friedland's electric, Electrum Electric or Ivanhoe Electric right. uh, has been very active in the Tinnick District, which is one of our sort of uh, examples of carbonate replacement. And they have a system called Typhoon, right. which is really just uses their own their own proprietary analysis, but they actually use the Dios system. So it, we're going to have something that's going to be equivalent, let's call it, to that. And it's uh, hopefully will be used and give us real targeting for drilling this okay. year. Okay, let me, be, before we get too far into the weeds here, I just want to kind of clarify something. It's mainly for my own naive purposes, but will you be using these, geo, will, will these geophysical surveys be able to provide some sort of better logical estimation if those mineralized bodies are one and the same or separate? Um, the goal, the survey will be on the whole property, start at Water Pump Creek and go south and cover this 
new target. It's called the Warm Springs target and go all the way down to the uh, past producing pit. So okay. the goal is to tie together the entire property. And it's a much tighter line spacing and uh, will be 100 to 200 meters line spacing. Uh, the historical work done by Noble Gold in 2005, for example, was a 500 meter line spacing. Okay. And uh, last year we did a, a 400. So, and the difference is it's three dimensional. You're doing the survey, the testing, and the receiving in real time 3D. Most everything else are 2D surveys with mathematical interpretations to give you a 3D model. So, this is light years ahead of that. This will be real time, three dimensional information, and we'll be analyzing it in real time on site. Uh, we hired a geophysicist that came on staff in January named Brock Boleyn. And Brock spent 17 years with Newmont. And the last five years before he retired was the global chief geophysicist for Newmont, both in exploration, mining operations, and R&D. So he'll be leading this effort. So this last hurrah, I mean, <laughs> you, you call it a target, but this is a, almost a kilometer and a half of, un, of an untested anomaly. So uh, I guess you could say it's a, it's a pretty large target here. Uh, you know, I, I know the geophysics will help you kind of pinpoint where those first drill holes will be will be going. But I, I mean, is the idea is to make, I mean, if 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 you can make some sort of, you know, if you can prove that it's obviously there, do you start kind of thinking about gradually stepping out on there? I think you said what two hundred meter fences. Yeah, they actually be a little closer okay. than that. Uh, when we start the drill season in uh, late May, we have two drill rigs on site that are company-owned drill rigs. Right. One will be doing some infill drilling that we skipped over places last year right in the uh, the known sulfide body area. And the second one, once we get geared up for the season and finish our geophysical interpretation, we'll, we'll test the northern end of this uh, last, last draw target. And that was actually named by Anaconda as one of the last targets they were trying to test. Okay. Uh, but the geophysics was not, you know, 40 years ago is a, a long time in the computer. This is sort of pre-computer age. So with the 2005 geophysics, we can narrow it in. And then we hope to get some of the uh, this year's data back in June to, to really define the targeting. But the goal is to make some sulfide intercepts, and then uh, use that to start uh, moving south along the uh, 1.4 kilometers of the anomaly. Okay. And that anomaly is very important because the modeling that Brock did shows that he has a one-to-one -one correlation between the known sulfides and this resistivity anomaly. Hmm. So that gives us a pretty high confidence that there's sulfides <laughs> Associated with it. I don't think you can get any higher than a one-to-one -one here, Kit. One-to-one <laughs> -one means there's a correlation, but it's going to take offensive drilling to actually hit it, to find where it is, and then we can start expanding okay. it. Okay. So, uh, I mean, last draw is exciting, but that, I mean, we're obviously not even done there. You're hardly scratching the surface here. And uh, To the uh, west-southwest, you also have the Warm Springs target and further west from Warm Springs, you have an, uh, this porphyry target that you've highlighted in the news release as well. Uh, 
I guess give it a lay of the land of Warm Springs. It sounds like somewhat similar but different at the same time just by looking at it. Yeah, the um, the difference is is that it's two things. One, it's in what we call the uh, West Block, which is slightly different stratigraphy to the East Block where the uh, Waterfront Creek deposits hosted. Won't get into the weeds on that, but there's a major north-south structure now called Wade's Fault that was defined in this last year's geophysics program. And what we're looking at there is uh, the Warm Springs is a warm spring that occurs uh, south of the runway. And the geophysics showed that it's associated with a structure, so therefore the name. And to the north of it, when the mining activity was just shutting down in 2002, they drilled into what's called the uh, East Illinois Creek. It's an oxidized mantle. So it's all Gossen. It wasn't mined. It was not ore grade, but it was 20, 30, up to 40 meters thick and totally oxidized. So when we go south of the Warm Springs Fault, the geophysics seems to indicate that it's sulfides in that area, not oxidized. Hmm. So that's why it's a a major target. And we think it's um, analogous in a geologic setting to the Hermosa deposit in Southern Arizona that South 32 purchased about four years ago. That's more of a flatline uh, manta, more zinc rich and uh, that's that's a target in itself, and then the geochemistry and the drilling and uh, association of the past producing mine show that as we go to the southwest, we're closer to a copper, gold, silver, zinc, more proximal type mineralization, and that is uh, what we're calling the porphyry target. Don't have a depth to it. We don't really have, uh, hopefully the, the 3D IP will give us some insight into that, but that's a more general target that we'll put a few holes in if we have adequate financing. Any sort of historic data or reason to believe it's there from the old Illinois Creek workings? No, other than most CRD deposits do have a, a porphyry somewhere, right. but not all. And Santi Ulali is one of our type examples, and it does not have a, a known porphyry. There's one somewhere, but they can be. They can be deep. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, so it's going to be a really exciting year up there in Alaska for you and the team, obviously. And you, obviously you can't get any of that work done without having cash in the bank. I told you I was going to ask you about this brokered financing, $8 million. Give me a sense of, you know, it seems like this window of financing for more sp- speculative exploration companies has opened up here in the last week or two, may I dare say, because uh, it, you know, beginning of the year was just downright dreadful uh, obviously the metals prices helps with this but give me your general sense of the um the willingness of people to put some of their own capital into these financings right now is it improving it is improving but i it's still i think most brokers investment bankers would be quick to say call it a very soft market mm-hmm. it's improved from the first of the year when gold was trending down and even though we're not a gold company, the it's gold and silver head up that makes everybody feel better. So that that has definitely helped. In general, the institutions are still very conservative. A lot of them depend on inflows into mutual funds, things like that. And that's still uh, um, they're still suffering from the down market in 2022. So there isn't a lot of cash out there. 
Interestingly enough, we've had a very good response since we've made the announcement from retail investors and larger retail investors are both large and small. So that's been better than expected. Mm. So we're we're encouraged. Um, hope to get to that eight million dollar mark, and that'll. Uh, we're already opened uh, up the camp, and we have crews on site. We had our first uh, C-130 Hercules flight bringing in some drill supplies last last uh, week, and we'll have another one bringing in some of the newer drilling equipment in uh, in June. But we have uh, two drills on site, and we'll bring our crew in, so we'll get started. The financing will just determine how much drilling we can do. Okay, okay. so I'm sure we'll hear more about the uh... – technical plans here in in due time yeah very much and we have a a a new uh not a new but a bigger team assembled Uh, a few years ago it was pretty much uh, joe peakenbrock and myself now we're doing more corporate strategic work and joe's helping with the financing we've hired uh, andy west a very well-known alaska geologist uh, that was working up North and have been at Greens Creek as chief geologist for a dozen years. He'll be our uh, VP of exploration. That'll be really on site and taking over a lot of the day-to-day work. Uh, Steve Newkirk, we hired his uh, 30, 40 years experience in Alaska and uh, a team below him of three permanent geologists and about three or four uh, summer seasonal geologists. So we have a, and then plus Brock and the geophysics. So we have a lot of, uh, energy and and brain power we're going to throw at the project this year and and pretty pretty confident we'll be expanding if not doubling or more that uh, mineralized material from last i thought i saw joe downtown denver this week knocking on doors trying to raise money (laughs) 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 all right uh kid appreciate your time good to connect with you i promise it won't be as long as it, it to connect next time but it sounds like uh you know all hands on deck uh, for the company western alaska minerals continues to trade on the adventure exchange with the symbol wam uh kit best of luck to you and all of the team there and we'll talk soon thank you we'll, we'll look forward to chatting with you as soon as we get some results say in in early june the information presented should not be considered investment advice Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decisions.